ready to stop spinning your wheels and start moving your business forward, you're in the right place. On each episode of Accelerate to Achieve, we'll discuss a crucial step in the journey, offering tips and advice that you can apply immediately within your own company. From financial management to customer success to digital transformation, we'll cover it all while providing leadership lessons from top industry insiders. In just 15 minutes, you'll be inspired to build momentum through action and achieve incredible results. Welcome to Accelerate to Achieve, the podcast that moves you from question to answer and idea to execution. Hello, and welcome back to the latest edition of the Accelerate to Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Walter, the founder of Parallels Advisory. There's a lot of pressure to just say what needs to be said in order to get the job done. It's an understandable, natural response, but it also is an incredibly slippery slope. So much of our success and ability to accomplish our goals comes down to the willingness of others to trust and work with us. This is something our guest today holds close to his core. I'm really happy to be joined by Jeff Harris, and he's the founder of JMJB Merchant Solutions, which he created with the sole intention of helping business owners and executives manage the processes and costs associated with accepting credit card payments. He enjoys connecting his clients with one another and surrounds himself with genuine, service-focused organizations, creating a community that support one another. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Ryan. I'm excited to be here with you today. So I think as folks probably gathered from the introduction, you care a lot about being involved with stuff that's meaningful, uh, that has an impact. Why is that so important to you? So it's for a couple reasons. Um, you know, first and foremost, uh, we all have to go to work every day and you know, uh, accomplish whatever it is that we need to accomplish for our businesses. But in doing so, there's a ton of interaction with other people. And those interactions can either fuel you or they can detract from you. And that can be anything from someone that you're networking with to a client that you're looking to bring on board to your business to a nonprofit or to a cause that you care about. So in doing so, you can either continue to feed your soul with good people, with good thoughts, with good things, or you can put yourself in a position where folks are stealing from you, essentially. And when I say stealing, I don't mean actual, um, they're not stealing you know, stuff from your home or from your office, right? I mean that they're detracting and stealing from your energy and from your soul and not to get too far down this rabbit hole. Um, but any interaction that I have, um, I really require two things from the other party. And those two things are one, they have to be good at what they do. I'm looking for someone who's able to execute on what it is that they do professionally. And secondly, uh, I'm looking for someone who is going to be a giver, someone who's going to help you know, as my children would say, fill your bucket. People that are kind-hearted, that are looking out for others and not just looking out for themselves solely. So for anything that I do, uh, for folks that I, I would connect or put in touch, whether it's a direct client relationship or two partners, those are two criteria that, that I, I require uh, in order to, to make and facilitate introductions. Yeah, Jeff, it's interesting. I think about what you just said and for many of us, probably, you know, humanity, we kind of came from tribes in some form. Who knows? I, I don't pretend to understand 
how genetics worked and where we came from, but we were obviously in smaller places. And I think many of us and those instances in civilization grew through trust and being genuine and being supportive of each other. So there's probably something very natural there that you're touching on. And I'm wondering then, you know, from your perspective and maybe the perspective of others, how does that change how you feel about someone if they're really committed to it or kind of just going through the motions? Sure. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I do a, a lot of one-to-ones with folks. In fact, you know, a while back, you and I did our first one-to-one. And I feel that we just hit it off because we are so very much on the same page in terms of helping our clients and helping our partners and helping one another. Uh, but I was on a one-to-one not too long ago with a gentleman uh, who spent the entire 30 minutes selling me on why I should put him in touch with certain partners of mine. And Partners are, I protect just like I protect my clients. If I find an opportunity to help support them, I want to give them that opportunity and, and make those introductions and put folks in touch with one another. Uh, but this gentleman didn't get one intro after the fact. Uh, and it was solely because the entire 30 minutes was self-serving. And I didn't feel that putting him in touch with a, 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 a one of my partners would be a, a good thing to do for my partners. And that's what it comes down to. So in those interactions, it's, it's so important that there's a level of authenticity and a level of real human interaction, not just transactional business. And that's the sense that I got from him. So I hope that answered the question, Ryan. I think it really did. And I love the lead in because as a follow-up, let's turn it then. We heard about perhaps not the best networking uh, experience, how can this, though, help your networking experience if you're truly genuine with it beyond, you know, the typical maybe speed dating people think about when it comes to networking events and almost a shotgun approach with that? Sure. Well, I mean, today it's very different than it was, you know, a year ago. Uh, in today's environment, we can be very efficient with how many people we can get in front of because, one, we're limiting the drive time. We don't have to worry about the hour commute on each side to go meet someone for coffee or for um, and secondly, because of that, it really allows you to focus on, from my standpoint, you get to focus on the other. Point. So for, for me, when I'm doing a one-to-one, let's say it's a half hour or an hour, you know, I want to spend two thirds at minimum of that time, understanding the other person, what's meaningful to them and what would be a good introduction for them. And it's typically in that conversation that I'll understand if this is someone that, um, I feel would be good, really deserving of a, a follow-up of a second call of a continuing to grow the relationship, kind of like you and I have done, um, over the, over the time we've known one another. So I think that when you have that level of authenticity, uh, and you feel and sense that from the person that you're staring at through a screen or ideally down the road, sitting in front of, uh, at lunch, it's that level of authenticity that gets me excited to put them in front of other folks and help them expand their reach for their business and for themselves personally. I'd like to extend this beyond the networking discussion mm-hmm. and even beyond the workplace. Sometimes we come in contact with people when we're working on a cause, something near and dear to us. And obviously that goes a little bit deeper. Do you find it's easier when you're working with someone related to a cause? And does that actually almost change that relationship for you in some ways? So I don't know that it, it changes the relationship necessarily, but if it's something that I, that I personally feel, uh, uh, feel engaged with this, this said cause, 
it, it does almost make me want to go further for that person uh, than if it was not for a cause. And by the way, Ryan, that cause could be like a, a new entrepreneur coming out and just going to market because they found a hole in the marketplace that they're looking to, to fill and to help out with. Um, and that's exciting when you see that. So you, for me, I want to go and take that next step and, and help them however I can with identifying other vendors, other partners, new clients. Um, and that cause gets me excited on the same way there are certain nonprofits that I, I, that I, I support that get me excited because of what they're putting back out into the universe. No, I think that's a great idea. And it's funny, as you mentioned that, I liked how you drew the line and said, you know, cause doesn't necessarily have to equate to nonprofit. I think the same thing. Uh, I often think through folks who are on the career journey, you know, folks who might be looking for help, perhaps looking for a job or even coming straight out of school or uh, out, of, out of a trade. And there's something you can offer. There's something you can help. That That's important to me. And I also just love seeing businesses succeed. It's, my passion. So the same to you, being involved and engaged with people for something that's near and dear to you, however it is near and dear to you, I think does raise that to a different level. And you're right, change isn't the right word, but perhaps deepen or widens that relationship to a point maybe if it's not cause-based, you wouldn't get there. I think you're, you're, you're so spot on. And over the last, you know, let's call it year, because we're coming up on a year from the original shutdown in Pennsylvania, right? But over the last year, there have been a number of folks that have been displaced uh, that I've seen come into different um, groups, different chambers that are looking for work. And I can't tell you, and I, I've been a part of it, but I can't tell you how wonderful it's been to see a number of my colleagues Take the time. They're not hiring managers. They may not own businesses. They may just be in sales and take time out of their day to sit down, understand that person's background, understand what they're looking to do to help them find their next role during a global pandemic. And to see that gets me excited. And when I see people doing that, those are the people that I want to go and surround myself with to see what I can do to help them too. both the person looking as well as the person helping that individual that's looking for their next role. It's been it's there have been some incredible things that have come out of the last year, Ryan, and, and seeing a certain level of humanity rise above business has been one of them. I'm wondering, too, when you're involved in a cause versus perhaps the traditional networking setting, do additional avenues become available to you when you engage? Are there things that open up or opportunities that might present themselves which you may not encounter in that more traditional setting? Absolutely. I found that when you make conversations about someone else and how you can help them. The concept of, of karma, giver's gain, whatever you want to call it, always seems to come and circle back. And it may not happen right there and then on that call in that conversation, but it certainly is going to continue to happen uh, down the road. Good example uh, was I took a phone call about eight months ago. So it was during the summer. And it was someone who was a coworker of a friend of mine, uh, who I network with, and who I pass business to, and we support one another from that cause. And I was a little hesitant to take the call, because I didn't want to infringe upon what was already created between me and that individual, and they work for the same company. Um, but through that came introductions into other places that I was not aware of and to other uh, professionals who you may not think have any sort of synergies with someone like myself in terms of what we do for work. 
And it's really been a fruitful relationship for both of us since without having any type of impact on the original relationship with that individual's coworker. So um, I know it's a little high level uh, and not, I don't want to dig into too many details and start dropping names. That's not the intention here. Uh, but what I will say is um, a lot of things do end up coming from someone who uh, is willing to give, someone who is being authentic and being themselves. Um, it always does come back to them in one way, shape, or form in a positive way. So I hate looking at the sort of dark side of things, but I think it's important to at least touch on it. I'm wondering from your perspective, and maybe you even have an example of this, is it almost better to not engage at all versus engaging, but really being disingenuous about it? And, you know, if so, what are some of the ramifications you're probably not considering um, if you think you're sort of just going through the motions, but really you're not committed to that cause or, or that relationship? So great question. And I'm hopeful that if you are intentionally scheduling your time with people who are recommended to speak with you or with people who come from others in your network, that because of them being authentic can call you out when you're not on top of your stuff, on top of your game. And that call out doesn't have to be negative. It could be a, hey, you seem a little different than how you were introduced to me. Is everything okay? Because people have bad days and people do go through the motions, myself included. It would be a lie to say that it doesn't happen to, to all of us. Um, but to continue to surround yourself with people who are willing and able to call you out and keep you um, accountable to what you are looking to, to achieve and to who you are uh, becomes incredibly helpful to staying on target with what you're looking to accomplish. So there's been a lot here, I think, as we've kind of started with the discussion about making these conversations meaningful and genuine and true to the other person. And we dived a little bit deeper into cause. I'm wondering as we kind of wrap up here, that concept of cause, as you mentioned, be pretty broad. Do you have advice for people who want to get started but aren't sure, like, what do I consider even as a cause? How would I begin? Because it seems there isn't exactly some website you go to with cause.com that just makes it really simple and, you know, ask me a few questions and now I know the cause I'm tied to. So I wonder if you have any thoughts for folks. So, you know, the cause can often be tied back to, uh, to the why, right? And the why is something that drives all of us. We all have a certain why. And it's not something that you just snap your fingers and it's like, oh, that's why I'm doing this. It comes with time. Um, the name of the book is eluding me, so I apologize. But Simon Sinek wrote a really good book about, about your why. Um, that would be one place to start. So in terms of trying to identify the cause or the why or what it is that's going to drive you to achieve whatever it is that's important to you, I would suggest starting with some, with some books. That would be a great one to start with. Um, another one on the same topic that we've been talking about uh, that I, I recently picked up and finished is called The Go-Giver. Um, really ones, books that are focused on helping you get through the day-to-day -day and, and, and understand what the reason is that you're doing certain things. Uh, so those would be two that I would recommend. And if you're connected with Ryan, um, I'm happy to have a conversation and uh, see if I can identify any resources to help any of the listeners out with um, you know, what it is they're looking to accomplish in terms of their cause. 
Well, and firstly, I think you covered a few because I know Simon Sinek's got a couple in the space too. So, you know, start with your why, finding your why. That's it. Start with and your I why. Love, and I love the, you know, I think the conversation you really brought to us there is it's about evaluating. It's about exploring. It may not be an answer right away. And I think that's really pertinent here. And I'd just like to thank you for coming on and, and in all honesty, sharing a topic we probably don't talk enough about because we're often thinking about how we execute and deliver on things. But really, this subject impacts on everything we do. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you know, I've told you this before, I'm a big fan of your podcast. And uh, I was excited when you asked me to join. And if any of I mentioned before, if any of your listeners or anyone ever have any questions on these, you know, softer subjects, um, you obviously are an incredible resource. Uh, I'd be happy to, to speak as well uh, with anyone. Um, but Ryan, this has been great. I really appreciate the time today. And I'm uh, looking forward to, to continuing to, to build together. Yeah. And for those looking, uh, Jeff's information will be in the show notes and you'll be able to find his contact information there. And similar, I feel the exact same way. I'd suggest anyone who wants to talk more. Jeff is an incredible resource and very giving of his time and loves talking about this subject. So please take him up on the offer. Thanks, Ryan. Thomas Jefferson once said that honesty is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. He understood the need for its place and in the order of things because of the requirement for everything else to build off it. Let's consider how likely we are to accept even the best advice if it doesn't seem to be coming from the right place. Thank you for listening today. I look forward to joining you on the next episode. Until then, I'm Ryan Walter, and remember that solving your biggest business problem begins when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more. At Parallels Advisory, our focus is your business's future. Having the right insight, experience, and perspective makes all the difference when tackling far-reaching issues within your company. We are here to simplify the steps, unlock your potential, and move you forward making your vision a reality. We've helped startups achieve massive growth, mid-sized businesses navigate digital transformation, and enterprises embrace innovation. Wondering how to jumpstart your business and move it forward? Contact us to discuss your audacious goals during a complimentary consultation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Accelerate to Achieve. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. Got a question, feedback on the program, or interested in being a guest? Simply go to perils.co forward slash A2A podcast and send us a message. To learn more about our work or to book a consultation, visit us at perils.co forward slash contact. Until next time, Remember that solving your biggest business problems begin when you decide to accelerate your approach and achieve more.